Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, we're going to separate the contenders from the pretenders. I know it's only July, but who are the real title favorites in this upcoming season? Plus, it's the year three for the 2021 draft class. Some players, they've already left their mark, but we've got some lottery picks that could be facing some make-or-break situation this upcoming year. And MVP odds, they just dropped, but that doesn't matter to Big Perk. He's his own big list of MVP favorites heading into the season. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews, and I hope you all had a great weekend. And if you look at the NBA calendar today, it's not just another Monday. I mean, it kind of is just another Monday, but it's also not because we're officially three months away from the start of the 2023-24 season. It officially tips off October 24th, and lucky for us, we have a trio of experts here to help break us down the three questions heading into next season. But we're going to start with our friend Kendrick Perkins. Hello, Perk. Happy Monday to you, my friend. I'm hoping we can start our show, start our conversation here, right? Next year, how do you think all of this is going to shake out in terms of the top three contenders, please? Well, the way that it's going right now, look, it's three teams that I got my eye on, the big perk guy. And I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? You think about it. They bought back that core group in free agency, being able to re-sign Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton. Also, we know what Bobby Portis is going to bring to the table. He didn't have his best season last year. He was dealing with injuries. Chris Middleton finally is going to get his legs up on them. And Drew Holiday is going to come back with a vengeance. Simple, for the simple fact, he got to remember what Jimmy Butler did to him last postseason. Mm. Also, I'm looking at the Phoenix Suns. I don't give a damn how many people are out there talking about how top-heavy they are, but so what? They have three of the most efficient, prolific scores in the game on one team. Don't give me this nonsense about a point guard because all of these guys are underrated playmakers. Let's see what's, we'll see what happens with the signing of Bo Bo. Can he come in? Can uh, Frank Vogel put him in position to be successful? I'm looking for DeAndre Ayton to come back and show the world who the hell he could be. And at number, at number one, where uh-huh. this, this is not in order, I would not disrespect the defending champs. Okay. Although Jokic been turning up, I've been <laughs> watching him flip off canoes and and rap, rafting and, and drinking beer. But guess what? His first team all whack body. And he still is a problem when it comes to getting buckets. Jamal Murray got had a season under him where he looked great in the postseason. He's finally, finally healthy. We're going to be looking for, I'm going to be looking at him to raise his caliber play up to superstar standards. And then also Caldwell Pope is back. Aaron Gordon is back. Uh, we saw last year what Michael Porter Jr. did in the postseason. So those are my top three teams right now that I'm looking at should be 
the top three uh, favorites for us contending and winning the NBA championship. You know what? I don't. I don't even have any issues with that perk. I didn't think we were going to get a bull bull mention so high How up in the show. You? But 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 I appreciate that. Yeah. The man with all the answers, Kendrick Perkins. Perk, please do not go too far. He has all the answers. <laughs> but so much of this time of year, right? The intrigue heading in. It's more about the questions. So for the questions, we bring in our senior writer Zach Lowe into the conversation. So I'm curious, Zach, when you look around, you canvass the league right now. When you look at maybe the three most intriguing players that you have questions around. Who is that? I like to focus on the third year guys. It's your last year before you become extension eligible. Mm. Your teams are trying to figure out what should we pay this guy going forward? What kind of player is he going to be? They're gathering information. So I'm going to zero in on three critical swing guys going into their third season, starting with Jalen Green in Houston, who I think has been a little bit underrated and overlooked because of how much of a mess the Rockets have been. Houston has a ton of good young players. Six or seven. Alpi, Shengun, Amin Thompson, Cam Whitmore, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Tari Eason, on and on. They have more young talent than almost anyone in the league. But if this team is really going to hit big in three, four, five years when those guys are ready to win, it's going to be because Jalen Green is ready to be the number one ball handler on a great team. And so this year, I think we're going to learn a little bit more about him. He's got Fred Van Vliet to make his life a little bit easier, set him up a little bit. I'm interested in him. In Eastern Conference, the last time we saw the Cleveland Cavaliers, they were getting embarrassed in the first round by the New York Knicks. I am as high on Evan Mobley as anyone in the media. I will take all the Evan Mobley stock that people sold after that series. But for this thing to work, and by this thing, I mean Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, two small guards, two interior-oriented big men, it's got to be because Evan Mobley broadens his offensive game a little bit, makes enough jump shots, gets even better as a passer and a cutter. We know what he is on defense. I'm really excited to see him play in in a big, big year for the Cavs, frankly, with Donovan Mitchell inching closer to extension eligibility himself. And now we're going to go down the draft board to a name that might surprise some people. Trey Murphy III in New Orleans. Mm. I think a lot of people around the league who maybe only casually watch the Pelicans They think, eh, nice 3 and D guy, good role player, but the executives and the coaches who are watching the Pelicans more closely, they see Trey Murphy and they think, huh, could he maybe become an all-star in the future? And we're going to start to see that question answered this year. And if it's a yes, if he makes a leap like that, it changes everything for the Pelicans. It gives them a little bit more margin for error if something goes wrong with Zion or B.I. So those are my three guys. Well, and bringing in the Pelicans as we welcome in our senior writer, Ramona Shelburne, into this conversation as well. As long as we're talking about the Pelicans, Zach just laid out the most intriguing questions. Last season at this time, we're sitting around talking about the Pelicans as potentially one of the most interesting storylines in the Yep. Could they be the team to be a significant riser after making a little bit of noise in the playoffs uh, two years ago? Now that we're here, yeah. what do you think are the biggest storylines heading into this year? I mean, I feel like I've lived this movie before. Was I sitting here a couple Julys ago and having this conversation about the Philadelphia 76ers, wondering if there was a player who would show up to camp, and then if he did show up, what would he do? We're back there again. Right. It's James Harden, not Ben Simmons this year. And I, I can't believe we're living this movie again. There's obviously different personalities and people involved here. But, you know, the, the sense 
And the sense around the Sixers now is the situation with James Harden probably goes unresolved this summer. Hmm. Doesn't seem like there's much movement at all. And obviously that can change at any moment. Someone can pick up a phone call, pick up a phone and make a call. But this James Harden situation in Philadelphia feels like it could be a long standoff. Yeah. Just like the situation in, in Portland feels yeah. like it could be a long standoff with Damian Lillard. Like, we have watched these movies before. They never really end well. They are box office for a while and then people get very tired of them. Um, um, and so I think going into the season, I, that it feels like that's where we're right back there. Right. Philadelphia 76. So, except James Harden has one year on his deal, not right. four. Right. And at this point, it's just another stalemate. We're yeah. sitting here going, all right, it's a little bit of chicken. Who's going to make a move first? Perk, your most intriguing storyline for this season. Well, I, you know what? It's just what Ramona was just talking about. And y'all ready for this? No. If I'm <laughs> Joel and B, I know y'all not, but if I'm Joel and B, I might just walk up in the office, uh, want to uh, have a phone conversation with Daryl Morey and the ownership group of the 76ers and say, you know what, if we can't fix this James Harden situation expeditiously, then it's time for me to move on. Right now, I'm to the point with the Philadelphia 76ers, just blow it up. Because I'm thinking about the James Harden situation. He won out. But Darren Moore is not going to just trade him away for picks and a rising star, right? Darren Moore wants back like a Paul George-type caliber player for James Harden. That's not going to happen. So all of a sudden, if you do get James Harden going in the training camp, he don't want to be there. So what is it with right now with Embiid? If it's not about championships, then it's not about nothing. This is a center that has had an injury history, right? And so his prime is not like a Giannis prime because of the hit, the injuries that he's had in the past. Right now, the window for the Philadelphia 76ers and Joel Embiid should be in a conversation. And I, to me, it's not that wide open anymore. Hmm. I think Joel Embiid got to have these hard conversations with Daryl Moore in the, in the Philadelphia 76ers ownership group. I think it's a little bit of a tough pill to swallow, Zach, to once again ask Joel Embiid to shoulder this type of load with when his 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 second fiddle, when his running mate, however you want to put it, is once again saying, you know what, I don't want to be here. We, we've seen this movie. We've been here before, Zach. Yeah, so can I talk about a different movie that intrigues me instead of this one? Because I'm tired of this one already. I'm walking out of this one. Can <laughs> I talk about something else? Barbie, Oppenheimer, which one? No, I want to talk about two teams that met in the finals two seasons ago and I think okay. are under a ton of pressure. And right away, Milwaukee, with the Yonix extension yep. clock Looming. starting to tick, mm -hmm. they have no margin for error. And Phoenix, Perk mentioned he's high on them. I am too. But this feels like a situation that has to work right away. What is life like in Phoenix if they're 10 and 10? Yeah. The noise is going to be enormous around them. I'm bullish on the Suns, but I think that's a team with high expectations. All the chips are in. Yep. I think they need to get off to a good start and get rolling fast. I agree with you, Zach. When we were chatting about this in the newsroom, I believe that the Phoenix Suns going into the season, that is the team to watch yep. this year because Kevin Durant, we know what he's capable of. Devin Booker, one of the most exciting young stars in this league, but they pushed all of their chips in. Where is it going to land with DeAndre Ayton? Is this noise about whether or not they have a bench going to get louder? Is Eric Gordon going to be the fifth that we think he is? It goes on 
and on and on. Good thing it's July and we have a ton of time to talk about all of it. Still to come on NBA Today. Speaking of big moves, Woj, he is joining with the latest on Michael Jordan's sale of the Charlotte Hornets. So will the new ownership group try to make an early splash in Charlotte? I mean, we've, we've seen it before. Plus, Aces head coach Becky Hammond, she's going to join the show live. What's the biggest obstacle to being the first repeat champions, Ramona, in over 20 years in the W? And it's not a Monday unless we have a big perks, big list. Top five MVP candidates this season. If you think you know who made the cut, then you are in for a surprise. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting started. It's, it's perks. You gotta love them. <laughs> now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You're watching NBA Today. Welcome back to NBA Today. Let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets. Joining us now is our senior insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. So, Woj, what does this new ownership group mean for the Hornets moving forward here? Well, the, the end of Michael Jordan's 13-year run uh, as majority owner. He does stay on with a minority stake in the organization. But uh, for Rick Schnall, uh, Gay Plotkin, the new uh, owners of this Charlotte organization, uh, there's a lot of work to be done, infrastructure, uh, I think credibility around the league about how they're going to run the organization in that community in Charlotte, where this is a very popular, uh, has been a very popular organization. This is a great NBA market. I think, but the one thing you can expect with Schnall, Plotkin, they are not coming in to make massive changes immediately. They're right. going to take their time. They're going to evaluate uh, the organization. They also come in, you know, kind of a quiet period uh, in the NBA calendar. But, you know, there is a core of players there. They were devastated by injuries last year. This is a playoff team, and this is a team uh, with the number two overall pick in Brandon Miller. I think this new uh, ownership group understands the importance of developing Brandon Miller. Uh, they've got P.J. Washington still in restricted free agency, uh, the most durable player uh, perhaps on that uh, Charlotte roster. So there's some work to be done here in the short term, long term. Uh, but this is an organization that on the court could rebound very quickly this year. LaMelo Ball signed uh, to a max extension this offseason. He comes back healthy after missing a significant part of last season. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting, Woj, you bring up that they may not make some really splashy moves right away because recently, right, we've seen these new ownership groups, they come in and they've made these huge splashes. I'm looking at Matt Ishbia, right? He's been the owner of the Suns since February. The Suns, they traded for Kevin Durant. 
Bradley Beal in that time. And then when you look at the Jazz, their group led by Ryan Smith, they decided to begin their new era trading Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And then if you go back a little bit farther, the Nets, right, KD, Kyrie, they went all in on them when Joe Sy took over. So I want to bring Ramona, Zach, Perk back into this conversation with Woj and myself because the Hornets, they made the playoffs only three times in the 14 seasons, right, with Michael Jordan was owning the franchise. So Ramona, Woj just mentioned just how many injuries this team has had. I look at LaMelo Ball, the ankle injuries, the leg injuries that he's had. How far away? Is it just a matter of health in your mind or the Hornets from being a, a playoff team again here? I mean, we're going to be real. I, I don't think they were trying to win a lot of games last year. And yet they did. They went 12-12 and after the trade deadline when theoretically a team that's trying to position itself for one of the greatest draft classes we've seen in recent years should be losing a lot of games. They won a lot. Those young players, when there was no when there was no pressure on them, when they were probably would have been better served losing more, they were they went 12 and 12 down the stretch. I think they have some good talent. Obviously, Lamella Ball is a superstar in this league. He just needs to stay on the court. We'll see what Brandon Miller becomes, but I think they could easily make the jump and be a play-in team. Yeah. Now, play in or playoffs. Right. So that's that's where they are right now in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, play-in certainly feels realistic, at least to me, Perk. What do you think? <laughs> play in no no nah, listen that's they so far away from the play in tournament in the postseason here's the thing they got to get their culture together right like in order to build a house you got to have a foundation first we don't know their foundation yes we know that they they signed Lamelo ball to a contract extension Rightfully so, right? We know that he is the face of the franchise. They drafted Brandon Miller. Okay, outside of those two guys, I don't know who's next. I don't know if you're going to move in the if you uh, consider Terry Rozier part of the, uh, the, uh, the the foundation. I don't know if you consider Gordon Haywood part of the foundation. I know those guys are getting paid good money. But still in all, you got to develop culture. Because once you develop culture, all of a sudden you become eye candy. Look at what the New York Knicks did. They made a run. They hired Tom Thibodeau. They had Julius Randle. R.J. Barrett, they drafted. They had Emmanuel Quickly. Those guys, they made a playoff push. All of a sudden, they landed Jalen Brunson. Not everybody is talking about the Knicks. All of a sudden, they traded for Josh Hart. Now people are looking at the New York Knicks like, hey, I want to go play with those guys. I want to go play in that system. People are not saying that about the Charlotte Hornets. Well, least, I'm sorry. At least not yet, right? And that and we have new ownership coming in, and we get to see sort of what they're going to do. Uh, Zach, I'm curious, what do you think the process is going to look like for the Hornets for their success moving forward here? Yeah, the new ownership comes in. Yeah, the other groups have made big splashes. The Hornets, the good news and the bad news is they're so far away from being good that there is no big splash for them to make. It makes zero sense for them to come in and make a win-now move to try and beef up this team. If anything, they should probably try to get off the Terry Rogiers and the Gordon Haywards and make sure they get one more high pick in the draft to move forward with because if all these guys are healthy and available, this is sneakily not that bad of a team. Steve Clifford is a really good coach who will ring all the wins yep. you can get out of a roster, and they're not that far from the play, and it's not that hard to make the play-in tournament and be 10th or whatever in the Eastern Conference. They're not that far from that, but I don't think there'll be a big splash, and the two most important words Woj said are infrastructure 
and credibility. Mm. I think this group is going to pour a ton of money into the organization, modernize it, add mm -hmm. staff, add new blood, and get it in line with the other organizations in the league because this is an attractive market. It's a place that players like Kemba Walker has made it his home in the U.S. At least he just signed overseas. I think they have potential to build this up if they do it slowly and make the right steps and pour money into it, and that's what I would expect these guys to do. Well, what more can you tell us about their approach there? Yeah, and I think that they are looking at the long term here. Like Zach said, there's no short term splashes to make. I think the name that we haven't mentioned, uh, Miles Bridges, he signed the qualifying offer after missing last season, uh, coming off of uh, uh, that arrest uh, and then essentially uh, his plea. Uh, but he is uh, on the qualifying offer this year, which means he could be an unrestricted free agent uh, next season. This is a player. Uh, who before uh, the start of free agency a year ago was on the cusp of a $100 million-plus deal uh, in Charlotte or as a restricted free agent elsewhere. And so certainly Bridges' future. This is a 20-point-a-game score. Uh, you know, you saw uh, last year Mark Williams, the rookie center yeah. out of Duke. You saw him evolve as the season went on. I, I do think if this team is healthy, uh, if Bridges come ba comes back and is similar to the player, uh, that he was. LaMelo Ball makes that jump. Uh, I, I do think this is potentially a, a playoff team, even more than a play-in team. This mm. to me, uh, well, listen, seven and eight are the play-in, so certainly, uh, but, but I think this is a team uh, that could be in the postseason. You know, Zach said it, Steve Clifford, uh, very few coaches do more with less mm -hmm. than him, and I think he's been building uh, an environment, a culture there. They were devastated by injuries. Yeah. But this starts with ownership now and that new group uh, and how they're going to go about perhaps maybe modernizing uh, this Charlotte organization as they start to move forward. Modernizing is such a great word for it, and I expect to see that trickle-down effect. Mm -hmm. Ramona and I were talking about it a yep. little bit in the break, even about someone like Steph Curry, who really struggled staying on the floor early mm -hmm. in his career with those ankle injuries. But once he was able to turn that corner, I'm not necessarily making a player cop, but when a star like LaMelo Ball can stay on the floor, there yep. is no telling what can happen. Woj, thank you so much, as always, for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. we got to go, though, because our next guest is ready. The Aces. They they are on pace to make history this season. And head coach Becky Hammond, she is going to join us live right after to this break to discuss their success thus far. And big perk, it is always must-see TV when he has a big list. And this time, it's his top five MVP candidates that are coming in hot. Some surprising picks, of course, because it's Kendrick Perkins. Plus, speaking of top five, Steph Curry. Did you see this, Ramona? He named his all-time NBA starting five. He didn't make it. Someone else didn't make it. We're going to need to discuss NBA Today. We'll be back. A lot to decipher. Mm. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to NBA Today. You do you and whatever that is, I'ma do it better. Playing dress up, would I ever spend a block on the Gray, nothing but net. Got a problem, probably never. Met them till I hate a kiss, both cheeks, child. Better, but I'm used to the chatter because I hurt. the aces they are rolling after beating the Lynx. las vegas improved to 21 and 2 on the season tying the best start in wnba history they're the third team to start a season with that record joining the 2010 storm and the 1998 comets and oh yeah both of them went on to win it all plus the driving force of the Aces, we know this. The reigning MVP, Asia Wilson, who's making a real case to go back-to-back. Wilson leads the league in rebounding, in blocks, and she's on pace to set career highs in those while also in the top five in scoring. And by the way, guys, the games, they haven't been close. The Aces have won 15 games by double digits, winning by an average of over 15 points per game. That's on pace to be the largest point differential for any season in WNBA history. And how lucky are we? Joining us now is head coach of the champion Las Vegas Aces and friend of the show, Becky Hammond. Becky, thank you as always for spending time with us. We miss you here in studio. We understand you got some winning to do. By the way, did you do anything fun last night? Oh, uh, we might have uh, <laughs> a Beyonce concert. So, I mean, next time. A bit of playing, a little bit of playing. Yeah, a lot of work, a little playing. Next time, Ramona and I are ready to go, so just text us if you need someone to come with you. But your team is coming off a really impressive 98-81 to 81 win over the Lynx on Saturday. Five aces in that game scored in double figures. I just laid out the numbers, but what do you think has been the key to your team's success so far this year? Yeah, we've really bought in on the defensive end. I think, you know, coming into this season, you start crunching numbers. Offensively, we were pretty good last year. And so when you start thinking of ways to improve, um, I looked at our defense and just kind of wanted to get back to basics. And, you know, when a lot of times when players good offensively, it's hard to get them to buy in defensively. And uh, they've really bought into playing both ends of the floor. Well, speaking of playing both ends of the floor, Asia Wilson has been dominating on both ends. Usually we ask for Kendrick Perkins' word of the day, but I just want your one word to describe what Asia has been doing. Oh, uh, historic. Mm. I mean, you're you're talking. You now we have we have to win some more championships. But um, you know what? People don't realize is she, she very rarely plays in fourth quarters. So she's doing <laughs> she's doing what she's doing in about three quarters. Um, so she she's she's just special. Uh, both ends of the floor. She's dominant. Um, some of her blocks. I'm like they're just disrespectful and. <laughs> uh, and then offensively, her efficiency. And I think that's really what, um, for us, her, she's so efficient. I mean, she does have, obviously, we have a lot of great pieces around her. But um, when you're talking MVP, she 
she does it all. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's crazy. You go back to those comments teams. It's like, you're not going to give, you know, Coop or Cheryl, like the MVP because they got, they're on the best team. Like, I don't see, I don't see the reasoning. It's like even more so why she should get it. Yeah. Best player, best team. I always think that that criteria should matter. Um, with all the success, Becky, that the Aces are having this year, and we talked at the beginning of the season, you laid out the expectations that you had for this team. It's no secret you guys want to go back to back. But what has been the most surprising thing for you thus far? Um, well, like I said, when I, I, I talked about things that we could improve on our defense, our defense has, you know, people a lot of times talk about our offense, and I would love for people to start talking <laughs> about our defense which is also anchored by Asia Wilson. Um, but we, we've put some pieces in, you know, Alicia Clark coming in. Obviously, Candace was really helping us when she was playing. And so I just think the gel, how, how much they like each other, that's always surprising to me how, how good they are, but how good of humans they are as well. Yeah. Um, on every day to walk into work. And um, they're, the, the life and energy that they bring is infectious. And I think people feel it when they come see us play. You can feel it when you come into our gym. Um, so it's to have that kind of chemistry is 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 amazing. Chemistry, having fun, always a good thing. And what's that saying? Defense leads to championships. You guys seem to have all of the ingredients, right? Before I let you go, I think that rivalries, right? They're good for basketball. They're good for the W. And you all. You will face the Liberty, right, four times in the month of August, including the Commissioner's Cup. How do you game plan for facing a team that many times in that many high-stakes matchups? Uh, it's really difficult, obviously. Um, they're a very talented team, but you really got to just uh, take it one game at a time. Every game's going to kind of take on its own characteristics. And then you just kind of, as you're making out your game plan, it's kind of like what are we willing to live with and what do we want to take away? Because you're only going to be able to take away, you know, two to three things. Um, so when we start really honing in on them, um, how we want to defend them, uh, especially um, because they're very elite offensively. So, um, but it's one game at a time, you know, that's the thing, you mm. beat a team, there's no carryover. You got to go over and you got to do it all over again. Hopefully we can, you know, win or lose, make um, some small adjustments and make the appropriate adjustments. And then we just go play the next one. But those games are really hard to win. It's one of the reasons why the WNBA is so hard to win in overall in general. Yeah. It's a small league. Everybody knows everybody's stuff. Um, you don't get to catch anybody by surprise. Um, you know, so, uh, but they're, they're, they're a fun team to watch for Man. sure. As a fan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As a fan, Becky, those are the games that I have the most fun watching, and so we can't wait to see you in action. Before I let you go, favorite song Beyonce performed was? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of good ones. I, I'm not going to lie. I left early, so I don't know what she... Becky! What she, I, oh. I don't know if that's a flex or what, that you get to leave the Beyonce concert early, but I know you have work to do. Flex, <laughs> That was a lady move. That was, uh, I wanted to go to sleep. Hey, I respect the 9 p.m. bedtime. Becky Hammond, as always, thank you for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. You all can catch the Aces in action in our next WNBA game on ESPN. And then we have Kalia Copper and the Sky tomorrow, 7 Eastern on 4 Pacific. It's also available on ESPN Deportes and the ESPN app. Still to come on NBA Today. The show's about to get spicy because Steph Curry, he named his all-time NBA starting five. Who made the cut? Which legend was left off the list? You're not going to want to miss our panel's reaction. Keep it locked.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're watching NBA Today. I love to shoot the ball. It's something I've been doing since I was you know, three years old. Curry from half court. Everybody talks about the greatest shooter ever. It's Curry for the record. It's I'm comfortable saying that now. The greatest shooter the game has ever seen. Curry along three. The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. They're on top of the NBA world. And for the first time ever, he's an NBA Finals MVP. MVP! MVP! smiling just watching that. Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors are so much fun to watch. I mean, personally, it's one of the reasons that I fell in love with basketball, but it is July and that means the NBA quickly turns into podcast season, right? we got plenty of players that are jumping on different microphones to get off some pretty unfiltered takes, if you will. And for today's edition of Summer Hot Mics, what we're going to do is let you listen to Steph Curry because he was asked about his all-time starting five. He wasn't exactly on a podcast, but he did have a little help from some furry friends that are pretty cute. Take a look. Past or present, NBA players, I would pick Shaquille O'Neal as my center, Tim Duncan as my power forward, Larry Bird as my small forward. Am I on the team? My Michael Jordan as my shooting guard. Late addition, I'm not taking, I'm not taking Larry, I'm taking Kobe as my small forward, Jordan at my shooting guard. And Magic Johnson at point guard. I won't, I'll, I won't be able The addition of more Whoa. and more dogs as he's saying all of yes. this just makes me happy. But <laughs> what he said was Shaq, Duncan, Kobe, MJ, and Magic. So Perk, the, the obvious name maybe that's missing, I, I'm going to say... He didn't say any modern guys. I mean, Kobe Bryant, if you're going to consider Kobe Bryant one, one of the more modern guys, right? But he didn't consider any modern guys, including LeBron James. How do you, how do you feel about this list, Perk? <laughs> I, I actually don't have a problem with the list. To be honest with you, I actually love the list. That's his, again, it's not our list. That's his <laughs> list, okay? But I would tweak some things, but I can't say he's wrong about that list, Chat. The most dominant force we've ever seen. Tim Duncan, Mr. P- uh, Fundamental, the uh, greatest power forward to ever touch the basketball. 
Kobe Bryant, do we have to say anything about him? Jordan, do we have to say anything about him? And Magic Johnson, for those who are out there who are, who are young, who still got Similac and breast milk on their breath, Magic Johnson was the greatest point guard of all time when it came to dishing the pill at 6'9". <laughs> Here we are. Nothing is wrong with that list. Zach? So, Kobe is talking <laughs> about Similac. <laughs> yeah, that's a and formula. Steph Curry yeah. is in front of some kind of pink backdrop mm -hmm. with, with dogs Everywhere. swarming him. I love it. And I'm supposed to be, <laughs> I'm supposed to be reading a lot into his choices and like getting upset about it. He's petting dogs and saying names. I have no idea what's going on or what the context of any of that is. I will just say, first of all, props for having Tim Duncan on. He's not mentioned enough when people do these all-time lists, all-time starting fives. It's Tim freaking Duncan. I do think, without getting angry or upset, or upset at the dogs even, I do think it's notable that LeBron <laughs> is considered generally either the greatest or second greatest player of all time, and Steph faced him in the finals a million times, and his name didn't come out of his mouth. I just think it's a little bit interesting, but I have a lot of things in my life I have to really care about. I can't care <laughs> Too much about this or consider it a glaring omission it's steph's list the dogs were cute i'm really confused by everything that's going on and i do not want to think about similac again today thank you perk um I, I, you know for a guy who has won four championships yeah. in the greatest shooting backcourt in history there's not a lot of shooting on that team. I mean, they're not going to play any way the Warriors have ever played, right? It was Shaq as the big man. Like, if you just think stylistically, that is a completely different team than Steph's ever played on. But I also think, I, I, at first I thought the puppies were distracting him. Like, they're very cute, and there's just more and more of them as this video goes on. I love it. But this is a guy who trains for this. I mean, Steph trains so that he's not distracted by anything. Have you ever seen the dribbling drills he does? So I think he's actually very focused. And the more I read his answer, the smarter it is because that is a very political answer. That is, I right. am not going to name myself or anyone else of the current era yeah. so that if I leave off everyone in the current era, then we're just focusing on the past. Right, exactly. Very if I put smart. myself in there, then I would Zach have to put okay. LeBron in there. Exactly. Zach is he definitely not He did play against okay. Kobe, but that was early on. Kurt, can we get him some puppies? <laughs> I think that would help Zach. I actually think, you know what, Zach? Yeah. For the next low post podcast, uh -huh. I think that you should have oh, dogs God. as an addition. I think that that would be wonderful. Uh, Perk can make that happen. Focus Just thing. have me on. Just have me on. Yeah. He'll bring all his adorable blue-eyed Start yelling bam at everybody all the time. You can yell bam. dressing me up in costumes. We love it. Making me eat chicken nuggets live on the air. I'm drawing the line at animals you in my like house. puppies? Okay, don't, don't answer that. There's too many hot takes. Puppies are fine. I just don't want a swarm of puppies on me. That's all. I would like nothing more than a swarm of, of, of puppies. I saw something the other day that actually said that in Scotland they had a convention for golden retrievers. We're getting way off topic, yeah. but that sounds like what I want in my life. All right, that is Steph's list, but Perk said it. It's Steph's list. I have no problem with it. So what about Perk's list? Because it is time for Big Perk's big list of top five MVP candidates for next season. He always says it's not Ramona's list. It's not Zach's right. list. It's Big Perk's list. And so you know he's coming in hot. That's one next. of one. Conversation.
Nugget superstar Nikola Jokic, he will not play for the Serbian national team in the upcoming FIBA World Cup as he rests from Denver's extended postseason run. That is according to our Adrian Wojnarowski. Now, Jokic is coming off a season where he played 89 total games, including the playoffs, obviously, to help the Nuggets win the franchise's first NBA title. And since the 2019-20 season, the two-time MVP has played a total of 288 regular season games, which ranks ninth in the league over that span. So you can take a look here, a first glance at the MVP odds with Nikola Jokic leading the way that's according to Caesar Sportsbook. But I'm not so interested in what Caesar says to say. I'm much more interested in Kendrick Perkins' big list <laughs> of MVP frontrunners. Perk, take it away. Aren't we all? And Zach, I'm not about to talk about Similac or puppies right now. <laughs> it's Monday. I know a few people in the world are dragging their own four cups of coffee. I'm on my third pike roast today. I'm fired up again. This is not Malika list. This is not Ramona list. Zach, this is not your list. This is Big Perk list. Yeah. Okay, of my top five MVP candidates going into the season. And number five, we rolling it right now. And in domino terminology, when you slamming them balls, we say quarter in that order. And that's exactly what De'Aaron Fox averaged this season. 25 points. His team was third in the Western Conference. He took his team to the postseason for the first time in forever. I expect big things out of him. He also won the most clutch, clutch player in the NBA award this season. I'm looking for De'Aaron Fox to turn out and turn up this season. Coming in at number four, some of y'all may know him as Deuce Daddy, some of them may know him as JT, but I'ma call him with his parents' name because I don't know him that well, and that's at number four, bam, Jason Taylor, right? <laughs> Averaged a 30-piece last year, the first time in Celtic history. Think about all the greats that the Celtics that they played in the Celtics organization. Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. None of them averaged 30. Jason Tatum did. And he's not even scratching the surface of his prime yet. I expect big things out of him. I expect him to take a big jump for him rebounding the ball, distributing the ball, playing that point forward position. I got him at number four on my list. At number three, I won't disrespect him. You shouldn't disrespect him. Bam! The big fella. First team all whack body. The finals MVP. Jokic, he's coming back. No one can stop him. He proved that this season, he proved that this postseason, we're talking about the greatest center to ever touch the ball, skill-wise, okay? I expect him to come back again with it on his mind, putting up those monster numbers, doing what he do best, getting buckets, dropping dimes, and rebounding the basketball. Coming in at number two, Malik, I'm going to throw you the live. Give it to me right now. BAM! There we go. Here we go. AD. Anthony oh, Marshawn oh. Davis Jr. Yes. He was the, on my doing the second yeah, part of the Thanks. season. One could, one could argue that he was playing the best basketball in the NBA. LeBron James went out, no problem. Anthony Davis rose to the occasion on both ends of the floor. Look, he is in this prime. I expect AD to come out with a vengeance. Darvin Ham is gonna make sure he overemphasized getting AD the ball and being the primary target offensively for the Los Angeles Lakers. 
And that number one, Zach, I'ma throw you the live. Never mind, you ain't ready for it, I'ma take it over. <laughs> Bam! Giannis Antetokounmpo. Last year, the man averaged 30, 11, and almost six assists. And when we talk about getting better every single season, when we talk about a guy who has something to prove, although he don't, I'm betting the house on Giannis Antetokounmpo. We saw his message last year. He doesn't believe in failure. I didn't believe him. I think he's going to come back and show the world. He done cut down the half. He got the low top. Giannis looks back. He got his squad back. Brooke Lopez and Chris Middleton resigned. Again, this is not nobody else's list. This is yours truly list. My list. My yep. top five MVP candidates early in the season before the season even starts. I can honestly Carry say, Burke. Highlight of the day, highlight of the week is your list. And I love that you say bam with such force <laughs> that it actually makes your necklace go askew. So this is Big Perk's <sighs> list. This is yep. not my list. This is not yep. Ramona's list. This is not Zach's list. But, Zach, I have to ask you, if you were to add or have any qualms or thoughts on who could be an MVP dark horse candidate this season, who you got? First of all, I was ready for the lob perk, and I'm going to prove it by saying, BAM! Put him up there! De'Aaron Fox! Kendrick Perkins, I agree with you. I'm looking at De'Aaron Fox to ascend at least to the fringes of this conversation. He proved it in the playoffs, especially before he broke the tip of his index finger. He is ready to be the number one guy on a great team and really took over that offense. I think coming off of playoffs like that until he got injured, he's ready to move up a level in the regular season and ascend to kind of a different plane as a player. And I will add, I think it's interesting no one even said the words Devin Booker and I'll leave it there. Well, I was about to say that, Zach, because it's De- to me, Devin is the book is the guy in Phoenix who Give it a if bam, they are Ramona. going, oh, you want me to do a bam? Okay, I didn't, I didn't do quite as good as we'll work on but it. I tried. Um, to me, book is just always overlooked. He is so confident in himself. He doesn't yep. care if he gets the attention. He didn't care if Chris Paul got the attention or Kevin Durant. But in those playoffs last year when he needed to cook, Book cooked. Mm. And this year now he has more shooting around him. He'll have even more space. KD's a great facilitator. If the Suns live up to anything like close it. to what they hope to be, it's going to be because of Devin Booker having that kind of season. All right. We said Dark Horse. Mm. What about this for a bam? What about Anthony Edwards? If he leads the league in scoring, if they're top four maybe in the West, I think we could be having a conversation about where he fits in that MVP conversation. And we know that he bets on himself in this case. He set that goal for himself on this very show, and he wants to see it come to fruition. You know what else, Anthony, would be pretty good at. He'd be good at slam ball. And our coverage <laughs> continues Thursday night with the start of the week two schedule at 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN2 and ESPN Plus. Part basketball, part football, part hockey, in a cage with trampolines. I'm into the trampolines. Sign me up. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds. I mean, I thought you were going to say you were going to play. NBA Today is brought to you by Miller Lite. Great taste, 96 calories. Tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Rona and I each got a little bit of family time in over the weekend, but let's check out what some of the biggest stars from around the league were up to with a little summer vacation edition. LeBron James, he went to Miami on Friday to check out Lionel Messi's MLS oh, debut. And that goal was amazing. Yeah, I know. He said, welcome, brother. Always great to be in the presence of greatness. I mean, what a debut for him. He had the game oh. winner, right, and stoppage time. He got the bench and did the PK. Amazing. Something about soccer is in the, in the air, though, because you got Giannis lobbying Mbappe. There's a lot going on. <laughs> LeBron's former teammate, though, Kyrie Irving, 
game played in the Drew League over the weekend. He posted 20 points, added 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Burke, you think he, he's going to have multiple triple-doubles from the Mavs going on this year? I think he's going to have multiple double-doubles, but Kyrie Irving, the thing that he don't get enough credit for is that he's always in shape. This was the best part of the weekend for me. This part, Joel Embiid in the Hamptons getting yeah. married. A few of his Sixers yeah. teammates showed up. Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey on deck. This looks like the most fun. Congratulations oh my Every video. to the happy couple. But he wasn't the only all-star who had a wedding this weekend. Congratulations also to Trey Young and Shelby getting married on Saturday as well. We love a good, little good first there. dance moment, forever young. I get that, yeah. Across the bottom. Is that the hashtag on Instagram for everybody? Hashtag forever young. Yeah. That's got to be. Right? Gotta be. That's got to be what That's you That's what people do now is the hashtag, the wedding hashtag. Oh, yeah. Do you remember wedding hashtag? No, I was yeah, before you, Instagram. Look, at, at your wedding is... The it's your wedding is the one time that you get to do stuff out of the ordinary and yep. turn the hell up. Yeah, you can do. I'm gonna send you some of my footage. Please Whoa. do, Kirk. Congratulations they got to that you video. Happy, happy NBA couples. That's gonna do it for us on a Monday. We will see you tomorrow. NFL Live is coming up next. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.